Hello, you are listening to episode 71 of Pathology 2 podcast. How are you doing? Hope you're doing well. So, I guess this week is, can only be described as an extension of last week, really. It's similar sort of lines, just a completely different or semi-different take on the topic of, of last week, which was, last week was about how Mark Zuckerberg and Facebook have deliberately stopped making things funny, used funny things for their own purpose, and then they discarded comedy, and now comedy is dead because of what they did. That's what last week was about. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to it. It all in week's episode. So, as the title of this suggests, this is about how Candy Crush is used, uh, how Candy Crush is the real New World Order. And I realise it's quite a big claim. And let's be honest, let's be fair, it's not even true, is it? <laughs> like, it's not true. I, I've just made it up. I made it up in the last half an hour or so, um, hour or so maybe. Uh, too much into it. It's supposed to be a little bit of fun, maybe something which is interesting. Uh, but I wouldn't, you know, base your your worldly opinions on this because, well, I, I'm telling you now, I made this is fiction to a degree. Fiction based on reality. So. Basically, Facebook has this algorithm, and they use this algorithm, which sort of in turn acts as a war on people, really. It, it has detrimental effects to lots of people. And this, this isn't something I discovered. It's fucking all over the news all the time, isn't it? This is a well-known fact that it behaves, right? And then you have Candy Crush, which is not owned by Facebook. It's owned by a company called King, who incidentally are owned by Activision, who are owned by another company, Vendicti or something who are one of the largest media world. Uh, they own things like Call of Duty as well, um, which is interesting, I guess. Like I said, that's a, if you keep on following the money up there, you're in, you're into like, uh, the biggest companies in the world. They own Candy Crush, which is bizarre. And like Candy Crush, right? I, I play Candy Crush. I'd say I'm on level 2,900-ish. So I put some serious fucking hours into Candy Crush over the years, right? Candy Crush is real fun. Like it's so much fun, so fun. Very addicted, addicted, addictive. Very addictive. Very difficult to shake off. And I've never shaken off. I still play Candy Crush. And I've, well, two thousand nine hundred. I've, I've really, really, really given my pound of flesh to to Candy Crush. Candy Crush itself operates on what's known as a freemium model, so it's completely free. And you get certain perks on Candy Crush. You have to pay, which is fine. Right, you have to pay. If you want to get extra boosters to help you get through the hard levels, you give them some money and they give you the boosters. Theory is how they make their money. Have I ever paid for Candy Crush in all the years I've been playing it? No, no, I haven't. I've never, never given King any of my money. So I've been playing for years, probably thousands of hours on Candy Crush. Right? I've never given them any money at all. Not once. Not one cent. So, for for me, customer, where's, where is the benefit for them? Like, what do they get out of me playing Candy Crush? Like, I guess some people pay, don't they? They must do. I think at its peak, Candy Crush is making like a million from people paying. But not many. Not anymore. Maybe in like 2013 when Candy Crush was huge. But not now. Not now. No one fucking pays for Candy Crush. It's like, why would you? Just be patient. Be patient. 
and there, uh, and you'll get that sweet, sweet level up. And the great thing about Candy Crush is that there's so many levels that you'll never complete it. So the sort of reward that you get for winning a level is meaningless. Like you, you can't get to the end. You'll never, you'll never be able to up with Candy Crush, which is why it's so addictive. It's brilliant for the game, I guess, for them. Not so brilliant for the addicted users. So easy answer is where's the benefit for them? For me, playing Candy Crush for years across 2,900 levels. Easy, really easy, easy, really easy answer. Really, really simple way that, that they benefit is data. And you will have all heard this, I think. If you don't pay for the product, you are the product. Apart from this, obviously, this is actually free. Because I don't get paid. That's why it's free. So there is no product here. This is you're engaging with my hobby, so thank you. Uh, so yeah, if you, if the company's making money and you aren't paying for it, the chances are you are paying for it with your data. So you, you are the you are the product for them. They sell your data, so they make money selling your data, which you you consent to when you sign up to their 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 service. So when you've agreed to the terms and conditions of Candy Crush, you would have agreed to have your data sold on to whoever. Paying customer as well, which means they get they get double bubble. They get twice as much money. So the fucking class of king. They're like fucking hell yes. We sell their data and they pay us to do so. This is great. We fucking love Candy Crush. Of course, King love Candy Crush. So created Candy Crush because in about two thousand and nine, Facebook bin them off. So King used to make games for Facebook because Facebook, when it first came out, used to be quite big for games. I used to play like online poker on Facebook, like fake money, just just for funsies. Facebook started to use a company called Zinger. I think that's how it's, that's how it's pronounced, called, to make their games. You'll remember Zinger. Zinger made, like, Words with Friends and Dr- Remember those games? And King, who made Candy Crush, were like, ooh, they're going with Zinger all the time. We need to step our game up. And the way they did that was with Candy Crush, and Candy Crush proper, proper got King into bed with Facebook. That that was the game. You'll know that Candy Crush has a has a huge link to to Facebook. Of course it does. Do you remember all those people that used to give you invites on Facebook to like send them a life? It used to happen all the time. It was a fucking epidemic. It used to fucking body mad the amount of invites you got to 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 send people lives in Candy Crush. That and like fucking Clash of Clans. Fucking hell, Clash of Clans. It's the first time I thought about that in a few years. What the hell are my clans getting on? They've probably been pillaged by. Remember, I used to wake up in the morning, sit on the toilet, and look at my clan, and uh, like every day someone's attacked my clan. I'm like, oh for fuck's sake! I spent like hours. I can sort in my clan out on my lunch break at work, sort my clan out. Anyway, that's besides the point. The other one, other than Crush Clans, was, was Candy Crush, wasn't it? You used to get Candy Crush notifications all the time on Facebook. So Facebook sort of starts to move away from Zinger and they get into bed with King and make Candy Crush. So King have basically won this battle against Zinger. Well, how do they win? What makes Candy Crush better than Words with Friends for Facebook? Well, I don't know. I, I haven't done the research. Well, I haven't done a lot of research. I did a little bit and I, I couldn't tell. Two possibilities, I guess. Either King were able to get better data and sell Facebook more data, or Candy Crush is more addictive than Words with Friends, and as a result, more time on Facebook, which, as we spoke about last week, more time on Facebook equals more ads, equals more money for Facebook. Or it could be both of those things. It could be better data, and it could be longer on Facebook. It could be both of those things. So either one of those things, or both, enabled King to beat Zinger to be Facebook's number one boys for for games so right i've read king's terms and conditions of like terms of use and basically and it's all the usual stuff like the usual stuff that you see you see on king's terms and conditions 
they do sell your data to Facebook and other third parties. They do. It says it. it says that, and you've agreed to it, so it's fine. It's me. They do. So, like, so what, right? So what? Your data gets sold all the time. Whenever you go to any website and you say, yes, I want cookies, that's your data getting moved around and sold and accessed. You're then not anonymous anymore. Right, why is it significant that King and Candy Crush data do it? Well, I think Candy Crush provides a mine of very specific and quite useful data. Think about it, right? So, yeah, you'd be surprised to hear. Um, and we both played Candy Crush together. I, I'd say the peak of my addiction was while I was, I was with her. It's not a slight on her. It's not like I was playing Candy Crush to avoid her or anything. We used to play Candy Crush. Like, not, if we were both on a long train journey, that's what we'd be doing, playing Candy Crush. Until our lives run out, and then we'd be waiting for half an hour for the next life to come back, and then we'd be playing again. Anyway, I am quite a... use the word liberal. I'm going to say intuitive person. I'm quite a... Um, opportunistic person i guess i take my opportunities i like to 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 chance that my ex-girlfriend girlfriend at the time was not <laughs> she's very conservative very she, like i like to spend my money she likes to uh save it i want to live all over the world she wants to live all that sort of stuff right and here's the thing right sorry we've got a bottle of water which is fizzing over here hold on hold on Also, water doesn't fizz. It's sparkling water, obviously. Anyway, anyway, back to this, right? So that tells you a lot about this girl and me, right? So she played Candy Crush in one way. That data gets exported, right? So they know how we play Candy Crush. And why is that significant? Right, right, well, I'll tell you what's significant. At any given time on Candy Crush, I would have, like, no boosters left. I've, I've desperately tried to get through the levels as fast as I can. And... I'd be really aggressive in my tactics to try and to try and get through the levels. Whereas she, she was, she's a hoard of boosters, right? So there's some boosters you get. You get like a little hammer to to, to, to like break a square. You have like a little, uh, you, you can get an extra turn. You can have little bombs, which help you. You get all these little boosters, right, which help you complete the levels. Right. And she, I used to spend all mine to try and get through the levels, but she used to have the, she's hoard them, right? So she'd been a really hard level, stuck for like days on end. And while she's playing it, and she's got like 300 boosters backed up. And like, well, if it's so hard and you're so stuck, why don't you use your boosters? You could beat that hard level easy. But she'd be like, nah, I'm saving them for like later. And I'd be like, well, what are you saving it for? Like, it's not, if you're not, you're going to use it on a really hard level, then when are you going to use it? But then I'd have the reverse problem that I get to a hard level and I'd have fucking none left. So she was unwilling to use them, on, but she had them available, whereas I was never had any available, right? And that is data that they had. That they had me down as a spender and they had her down as a saver. Right? That tells you so much about someone. That tells you so much about, about their, their abilities. And they have, they have that data, but they have all sorts of other stuff. So they, they, like basic data on intelligence, I guess, so like how quickly you can get through a level and how intuitive you are at completing the levels. Your dexterity, how, you know, sort of how quickly you can do the swipes. Uh, spatial awareness, bearing in mind the nature of the game that Candy Crush is. Uh, the addictiveness, how like how easy it is for you to get addicted to stuff. Like if you spend 10 hours a day playing Candy Crush, there's an indication that you are an addictive person. Your spending habits, whether or not you're willing to spend loads of money on getting through Candy Crush, or whether or not, or whether you want to you wanna do it for free. So they have all this data on you, Candy Crush, and that is all really, really useful data. If 
someone is intelligent or not, whether they like to spend or whether they don't, whether they're opportunistic or conservative, uh, whether they're whether they're an addictive person. You can use that for so much, like all sorts of applications for that, mainly through marketing to go to Facebook. Obviously, why would Facebook have such an interest in hosting their game for years and like giving people extra lives through Facebook if Facebook didn't want that data? And Facebook aren't very responsible with data. You'll know that Cambridge Analytica. Uh, they're, they're a company which they did it through a, a different game. So Cambridge Analytica, you might have heard about them in the news, that they basically helped Trump get elected and Brexit get pushed through. They used people's data from Facebook games to target them with a political ads, basically. And it was based on some stupid quiz. It was like... Uh, Take this quiz and we'll tell you which breed of cat you are. And they ask you all these questions and you answer them. And they they, they, they took that data and they used it. Evil. <laughs> they used it to, to warp. They did. This, this, is a, this is a fact that they did that. It's not a, it's not a conspiracy theory. Um, and you've got to think about Cambridge Analytica, right? Okay, yeah, they did it. Yeah, it was, they, it was in the news. Yes, it was bad. But are they just the ones who got caught? Are just the ones who got caught? It's probably happened loads of times. It's probably still happening now. Candy Crush. Is at its best, right? At the best case scenario, Candy Crush is used for adverts and content. I guess so. The data they they get to Facebook, you playing Candy Crush, uh, goes to adverts and content. So you might get advertised certain products, certain politics, certain whatever on your Facebook feed because based on your behaviour on Candy Crush, and that's fine. I think we all consent to that, don't we? That's part of the, the the nature of the beast facebook is free there's a reason why it's free and that's the reason that they get to sell personalized data to, to advertisers that's fine first candy crush is used to provide data to organizations who can influence things like elections and that isn't necessarily a big leap bear in mind it's happened before with a, like a stupid quiz game and it's very it's entirely likely entirely possible that this data was used to say inform the Donald Trump 2016 campaign and is currently informing his 2020 campaign. There's no evidence for that, but likely. It's certainly not impossible that that's what it's being used for. And like in Bolivia, people have, there's been a lot of cases of people here because they've been drinking bleach. And obviously that's been promoted on Facebook by lunatics, right wing conspiracy theorists. But popularized by the president of the United States, wasn't it? So you can sort of trace Candy Crush if you believe that they sold their data to Facebook used for political gain. You can sort of trace Candy Crush from its invention in 2011 or whatever it was as a fun game for swiping, mindless fun just mindless enjoyment, downtime. So all that mindless downtime can be traced to the deaths of multiple Bolivian people through internal burns, which is quite quite cool, really. That's quite a cool thing, like how Candy Crush, something so innocent, and it is so innocent on the surface, can eventually lead to the deaths of Bolivians. Mental. Oh, like Obviously, there's like future ramifications as well. There's things like, and this is this is the the thing with TikTok at the moment. So TikTok's about to get banned in the United States because to uh, the Chinese government and the Chinese government used data 
a lot. So they use it for cyber attacks here, but in China itself, they use it for something called social credit. Social credit is basically like, it's like a video game. So social credit is like, you get a certain amount of points for being a good citizen. Um, it's, it's like a credit score, like a financial credit score, but it applies to everything. So if you commit a crime, you would lose points on your credit score whatever it might be all those sort of so it could be used for that future ramifications could be used for that in the in china they're a communist country they have government controlled everything in the west particularly in america it's corporation controlled so you could end up with corporation style social credit based on data from candy crush or at least partially based on what I'm talking about candy crush is the sole tool to rule over us i'm just talking about how larger a larger pool it could lead to four more years of the orange man I guess we'll see later this year, Americans, depending on which way you vote. I'm not going to tell you which way to vote, because what do I know? But orange man, right? People call him the orange man, don't they, because he's orange, which is weird in itself. Like, what the fuck? Why is a man caked in orange makeup president of the United States? Anyway, not the point. In the UK, orange man means something completely different. The orange man in the UK, in the UK are hardline, militant, Protestant fundamentalists, and they get dressed up in orange every year. And they march around Northern Ireland claiming that, not claiming, uh, parading the fact that they're currently in control of Northern Ireland or that their preference for the government of Northern Ireland is currently in effect. That's what an orange man is, because they wear orange, right? When they wear orange and they walk around and they play the bagpipes and they sing songs and they say, uh, we're all British, we're not Irish, basically. <laughs> and then you have the IRA, who are like the anti-orange men, they're Catholic, Irish, Republican nationalists so that's the like and they're opposed to the orange men and they're all killing each other all the time not so much anymore but back in the day that used to happen a lot and that's what orange men are in the uk that's what orange men are i'd imagine but that's the same in ireland as well that they that they think of that when you hear about the orange men so yeah you could have four more years of the orange man probably not four more years of the orange man i don't think the protestant fundamentalists overly hot on their their data from candy crush right now and of course, there is, of course, the possibility that the ramifications of Candy Crush will be this, that rather than evil conspiracy, any new world order stuff, that we all go broke because we've spent all our money on stuff that's been advertised to us on Facebook. you spend all your money on stuff from Wish. What the fuck is that about, by the way? Your Wish recommendations. I've actually not seen them recently. But you're like, I know it's all based on what you look at online, right? But even so, is it? Is it though? For those of you who don't know, Facebook has this thing where they advertise you products from the, it's like eBay, I guess, or Amazon, but it's called Wish. I think it's like an Asian thing. I don't, don't know. And it advertises you like, like nipple clamps and stuff. Or like a human litter tray. All this really weird stuff comes up on your Wish. I, I know this happens to other people. I know this isn't just me. You get, based on your, told the internet it comes up with all this crazy stuff and then sometimes it's just like oh you might be interested in a playstation 4 and i'm like uh, what like a playstation 4 for sex and it's like no just a playstation 4 you might be interested. it was like mm, yeah i don't trust you wish anyway yeah so spend all our money on wish because of candy crush so that's it really so let's just have a, a quick recap candy crush ousted a company called zinger back in 2009 actually allegedly i don't know through their plan to sell very specific and very revealing data to Facebook. In fact, even, maybe not even sell it, maybe give it to Facebook. 
I, I don't know, for popularity. That data, as I said, it's very specific. It gives information on your intelligence, your dexterity, your spatial awareness, how addictive you are, your spending habits, whether or not you're an opportunistic, intuitive person, conservative, uh, quite judgmental person. That data can be used for anything. Evidence has shown in previous cases that it's been used to influence elections. It could have been used election of Donald Trump. We don't know. It's possible. It's not unlikely. Donald Trump's campaign indirectly or even somewhat directly eventually led to the death of Bolivian people who drank bleach. Could lead in the future to a corporate controlled social credit system. Four more years of the United States being ruled by crazy Northern Irish Protestants and for me to spend all my money on dildos from Wish. <laughs> and I think we'll call it a day there. Thanks for listening. That was bizarre, wasn't it? Be back next week. Um, tell a friend about this, please. And we'll call it a day there. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye.